So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan all while having fun and making a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Vegan Fitness Secrets Podcast. Today with another solo episode from me, myself, Niels, the senior coach. Yeah, I hope you've been enjoying all the other previous episodes, whether they've been solo, whether they've been Fritz, Fritz and me, Fritz and somebody else. Um, yeah, I just hope that you get value from those episodes because they are fun to do and I think it's really important to spread the knowledge, spread the message and yeah, also share our own experience. Not always just maybe science-backed things, also experiences, learnings, whatsoever. So yeah, I hope you enjoy them and Without me digressing too much, I want to already address what I want to talk about today. Um, today, I'm going to talk about healthy nutrition. What is healthy nutrition? What can be considered healthy, quote-unquote unhealthy, dirty, clean, uh, processed, non-processed, whatsoever. I'm pretty sure that um, with this episode, depending where you currently are in your journey, not even depending on what your knowledge is, because knowledge is one thing, experiences and um, over time seeing hundreds of people doing different things, that is I think personally where knowledge really uh, um, comes into play or where I would say where experience trumps knowledge even you could say, you could call it that way, um, because I think you should always be very open-minded. Me, I'm a certified dietitian to um, give you a little bit of my background, I'm a certified dietitian, graduated here in Germany, I'm also a certified strength coach, graduated here in Germany. But that doesn't mean that I know everything, but that also doesn't mean that I shouldn't keep looking further, right? Like um, develop my horizon even more and my horizon even more and my mindset and um, always be willing to say, hey, maybe something I learned when I studied is not true or maybe um, something I learned is true, but there are nuances to it. Um, so... I think that's a very, very big topic, highly debated, and in my opinion, very rarely anybody still knows what a healthy nutrition is. And I would even dare to say that partially we, we don't know at all. Because let me start with a lot of people all over the world do different things, right? Like it doesn't even matter. I'm not even want to talk about uh, plant-based, not plant-based. That is not my, um, yeah, my, my, I would say my goal here today, what I really want to drive home, of course, yes, later on, I will refer to plant-based nutrition because that's what we do um, and that's what I would prefer and hope you guys do. But um, there are people all over the world who do different things, right? And they are still healthy and thriving with things that maybe somebody else would say, hey, I couldn't do it, right? Like, let's just say a couple of years ago, a couple of decades ago, people wouldn't really have been worrying about gluten. Then, of course, now it's a trend to say, hey, that needs to be gluten-free or this or that. That ruins your gut. This ruins this. That ruins that. That's your gut microbiome is absolutely ruined by this or that. And you will still find people that absolutely thrive on a diet that might be high in gluten because if they don't have an issue with that, 
then hey, that's fine, right? So don't think that's one of the points. Don't think just because something says whatever, gluten-free, vegan, keto, paleo, whatsoever, that means healthy because it has nothing to do with healthy. Nutrition is highly individual um, as, for example, gut health partially is too. But again, I don't want to digress too much. Let me start with a couple of things that I want to make clear and that I also experienced and that I also went through and thought they were true first. And that is... When you start your fitness journey, again, whether that be plant-based or not plant-based, a lot of people start to think, or also if you Google stuff, then very likely you will still find a lot of these types of information is that there are quote-unquote clean foods and maybe dirty foods or healthy and unhealthy foods. And that is already not true. There is no food on that earth that you would consume and immediately have, um, yeah, an awful bad health impact from it, right? Like it's not that you eat a donut and in 10 seconds afterwards you get a stroke or something or you now suddenly have diabetes 1. It's always something and it's also not what some people sometimes claim genetics. They might play a small role in it, but it's always lifestyle, your environment, your overall lifestyle, right? Like if all or pretty much most of the food that I consume is very, very processed and very void of nutrition, right? Like um, let's just say most of my 80-90% of my food comes from fries, um, donuts, these types of things, right? Bad fats and um, low in protein, high in processed stuff. And I don't move and I don't really see the sunlight pretty often. And I'm in generally not happy sitting in front of a computer, working at my desktop, not getting my steps in. These types of things, they, are make, they make for an awful lifestyle, right? But can we now blame the vegan donut, can we now blame the fries for that? No, actually we can't because again, it's an overall lifestyle. So let me go back to what I wanted to drive home is that again, let's just say you Google, okay, what is healthy? Hey, um, oftentimes you will unfortunately find pretty, pretty bland foods. Um, let's just say non-vegan bodybuilders, what they sometimes consume is pretty, pretty crazy. And thinking that that needs to be the case is absolutely not true. To, to consume, let's say, white rice, broccoli, chicken breast, no salt, nothing added, no spices, no whatever. You can't have ketchup with that. You can't have a sauce with this. You can't have that. Uh, even broil your chicken, which is, I don't know, like it's, it's absolutely crazy, right? And is that healthy? No, it's absolutely void of nutrients. There's not much in there apart from the broccoli that gives you good nutrition right um, but again let me go back to a little more veganized approach here also like is it unhealthy to include things that you enjoy in a moderate basis absolutely not is it unhealthy to cook your food with oils absolutely not is it unhealthy to use some condiments like right like or have um, every now and then you might have a caloric beverage is that unhealthy no is it unhealthy to put proper salt on your food to give it some taste? Absolutely no. Given that you are a healthy person, that's the thing, right? Given that you are a healthy person and now we come to basically the conclusion, if you want to call it that way, is if I do some sort of strength training, some sort of resistance training two to three times a week, yes, it could be more, but I'm just wanting to let you know what's the minimal effective dose. If I do it twice a week, full body, for example, and I make sure that I get my steps in on a daily basis, I get some low intensity movement as often as I can, maybe through hiking or swimming or cycling, something I enjoy, and again, do the strength training with weights or it's maybe body weight or kettlebells or just stuff that makes fun, right? Um, and if then the main part of your diet comes from highly nutritious food, which is, by the way, how I like to 
um, if I would put foods into groups, into categories, I would absolutely not recommend that you think of them as clean or dirty or healthy or unhealthy because what it actually does is usually often it creates an unhealthy relationship with food where people think that everything I need to put, everything I put in my body needs to be quote unquote healthy. And if I have some of those other foods, they get triggered by that. And that usually oftentimes ends in a huge binge eating episode where they consume thousands of calories without even enjoying them, not being present slamming them down their throat just to already think about how they make up for it the day after or the week after or how they now definitely stop eating those foods and because it's kind of the last time I have them in their head that they absolutely yeah eat until they're sick to their stomach right um which i think a lot of people been there i've been there um a couple of years ago where i actually became a dietitian and i was pretty much orthorexic you could say that is um, that means that Yeah, I was really obsessed with quote-unquote healthy foods. And it's definitely not healthy. That is not healthy, right? So going back to the point, I'm not saying you need to. That's also important. I'm not saying, hey, cook your food with oil. You don't have to. But I personally absolutely do so. What would be considered healthy or unhealthy? What I personally, um, I like to say highly nutritious foods and less nutritious foods, right? So let's just say a highly nutritious food could be considered blueberries, high in antioxidants, for example, and a low nutritious food or less nutritious food could be considered, for example, the donut. Vegan donut, of course, it does not give you much nutrition, right? Like it's carbs and fats, uh, maybe even trans fats, which aren't the healthiest. But does that mean that you can't consume them? Again, no, absolutely you can. If you watch your overall caloric intake, if you watch your activity level, if you try to have um, a good healthy circadian rhythm, which means that you go and see the daylight multiple times a day, you do that low intensity steady state movement that I mentioned through walking or whatsoever, the resistance training to improve your insulin sensibility, these types of things, they also then allow for a lifestyle and nutrition choices that you can enjoy and sustain because that here is the biggest factor, right? Oftentimes you might hear somebody claim that it always changes, right? It's always usually the next quick fat diet. Maybe it's keto, maybe it's carnivore or these other type of nonsense. Now it's this, I'm only eating bacon or whatsoever. And hey, my blood markers improved. And you know why sometimes their blood markers really improved? It's because they take a person from being heavily obese through caloric restriction and not through eating bacon, it's through caloric restriction they reduce their overall body fat, they very likely add some sort of resistance training, they improve their insulin sensibility, and at some point, a lot, if not even all of your blood markers will improve. But guess what? You can do that with a very enjoyable, sustainable, plant-based diet, which is awesome, right? You could do it the vegan way, and you can even have whatever favorite vegan food sources you want to include there, because actually that is part of that is even crucial to make your journey successful because imagine that as i said before if all you eat is just solely for the reason because you think it's healthy but everything that you sometimes would like to have you skip on how happy how happy can you be and don't mistake that health comes only from nutrition there's actually a big big uh, there's research coming out actually that we more and more know that 
it's also important how happy we are. Do we have a community that we thrive in? Do we have people around us that we like to communicate with and we do so frequently? We are, again, outside very often, see the daylight, have fun and joy in our lives, a sense of purpose, these types of things, they are actually as important, sometimes maybe even more important than if you eat a vegan chocolate bar or not, which is crazy, right? Sometimes um, people, when I explain it to them, uh, it's almost like it blows their mind. But that's why we, for our clients, choose a very individual, customized nutritional approach. If you fill out our questionnaire, for example, and I know that you love peanut butter, I know that you love these types of foods and you don't like these types of foods, then of course also our meal plan experts, Julia, for example, they she will make sure that you have these foods in your diet because otherwise you are already doomed to fail. If I love to have um, whatever type of food, let's just say, I love a vegan cookie after my after my dinner. And I make sure, again, of course, that's something we need to address is if my goal is to reduce my overall body fat and improve my health and my body composition, then very likely when I'm obese at my starting point, I need to be in a caloric deficit. But a caloric deficit does not mean that I can't include certain foods that are a little less nutritious. Again, the point that I want to drive home today is you can have some salt on your tofu scramble. You should. And if you enjoy it, you can have some, uh, whatever, a tablespoon of extra virgin olive oil over your salad. You should if you enjoy that. Because if you don't, right, again, you don't need to. If you don't miss it, hey, totally fine. But if you actually would want to do that, then it's very crucial. And only this way, you will find the diet that works for you and that is sustainable for you in the long term, which is the most important factor actually. Can you see yourself eating like that for the rest of your life? And that is one thing we, together with our clients, figure out for them. You might start with a meal plan at some point, maybe going into a later advanced program with us. You might learn how to create your own recipes, how to create your own meal plans. Then at some point you stop even all of that and transition into intuitive eating. But of course there are still some principles and basics that apply. And so what I wanna drive home is yes, hey, there is room for pleasure foods. There should be room. There needs to be room for pleasure foods, even if we are in a caloric deficit in a diet, if you want to call it that way. Um, and guess what? Your blood markers will improve. Your health will improve if you, of course, do the things that I mentioned before. And I think, isn't that the most enjoyable and sustainable way? Uh, instead of saying, you know what? Everything I eat needs to be some sort of expert or guru outside said that that food is healthy. I don't think that is that, um, a sustainable approach. So I hope that that maybe opened the eyes for some people here. Um, yeah. And if you want to work with us, see how we do that, how we have people actually enjoy their food and get awesome results, dropping like over 50 pounds or more. Um, and yeah, getting maybe from a dad butt to a shred butt, for example. Um, and of course, learning important, valuable things along the way, changing your mindset, having more confidence, more pride in discipline that you actually learn to apply. Then check out the show notes or check out Instagram and reach out. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.